Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today. We, uh, well, I should say I wasn't here yet, but I guess 7.30 this morning, the power was completely off here, and... Uh, I think the, the devil didn't want us to meet today for some reason. I don't know what today is, but for some reason, the devil didn't want us to meet today. <laughs> but anyways, we're so glad you're here with us on this Resurrection Day and uh, been able to worship. Ben has led us today. Let's open up in prayer. Father, we praise you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we've already lifted our voices up to you today. Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Father, there's no other like you. There's no one else has done what you've done for us. And Father, we pray as we look to your word today, it would once again be a reminder to us what you did for us on the cross of Calvary and then you rose from the grave. Father, we thank you that we have hope in a world that we live in today that's so dark. Jesus, when we see you, we see a future and a hope. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, I was standing in the bedroom, in my bedroom for a minute this week in my townhouse, and, and uh, you know, I realized I needed to get something out of the kitchen. So I'm in the bedroom. It's about 10 or 15 steps, and uh, I go from the bedroom into the kitchen, and by the time I got in the kitchen, I stood in the kitchen, I thought, I can't remember why I came in here. And I thought, man, am I really getting this old? And I thought, you know what? And then it clicked on me. <laughs> it clicked on me. Here's what it is. All of us are so busy today. Everything is going on up here that we don't give ourselves time to actually experience and see life the way that we should. You know, we even look at the last two years and what it's done and uh, every avenue of people's lives. As we are here today, I want you to know, and I hear today also, isn't it amazing to think how that people cannot believe in who Jesus is when all throughout the world today, not Monday, not Wednesday, not Thursday, for some reason, we worship Jesus Christ on this day, Sunday, because it's the first day of the week when he rose from the grave. And it's amazing to me how that so many people are blinded and they don't see that. And, and to know that we know that we have who we have and what we need in this life. We're going to look at God's word today on thy kingdom come, thy will be done, part two. And how that Jesus changes your perspective. Jesus changes your perspective. As we know the narrative of the Bible and all four Gospels speak about the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus, I'm going to look at Matthew chapter 28 and verses 1 through 8. Jesus changes your perspective today 
on the way that you can look at life. Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled it back, the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. Listen carefully. For he is risen as he said. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. Let me stop there. The reason I want to stop there, we overlook this so much in this passage. As he said. You know, as Jesus was leading up to the crucifixion, he was actually telling the disciples what was going to happen. He was actually telling the Pharisees of the day. He was actually telling Pilate what was going to happen. He was actually telling all those of the day, but they chose not to hear what he was saying. He was saying, as he said, I want you to know today, in your life and in my life, as he said, all of us at one time, or maybe right now, right now, some of you are going through something that you weren't going through last year. You're not sure how it's going to work out, and you're beginning to doubt. Jesus tells us in his word, as he said. It's a promise. To you and to me, what Jesus says he always comes through. So you and I can go and look at the promises of his word and we know without a doubt when he talks about his death and the crucifixion and how that he was raised from the dead that we believe and know that we have hope because all that he said happened. Everything that he said came to pass. So, so I want to encourage you today Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, the promises of God's word is to tell you and I today, as he said, you and I live in this world as believers with a spiritual power. It's something different that the world doesn't have. And through that spiritual power, as he said, you and I rely on the promises of God in your life, and you open up this book, and as you open it up, it becomes alive to you. And it is so amazing that exactly what you are facing, the Lord brought you here today. Some of you maybe have not have been here for a while, but he has you here right now to hear and to know that he is speaking to you, and he's telling you. He's never going to leave you, and he's never going to forsake you. Because as he said, how will I do that in this spiritual world? You and I will be able to do that by his resurrection power. The devil will try in any way he can to commit you and to commit me. But 
we always know that we rely on our foundation. If you're struggling here today, one of the reasons that you're struggling is because you're relying on your own strength. I want you to know there is a power that you and I can always rely on, and it's the resurrection power. It's the plan of salvation and knowing that through Jesus Christ, whatever you're facing, you always have hope. So many times, uh, uh, another a young pastor will talk to me about he's trying to, to uh, go uh, candidate for a church, and, and he, gets ta- he gets turned down for whatever it is, this church. And one of the things I, I always try and say to them, which I'm saying to you today, when Jesus is involved in our life, the one who died on the cross for us, and that we are now believers in him, and we rely on him, and his power to make our decisions. And the thing that I tell them when they're turned down and they thought for sure that they were going to get to that church, I always say, no doesn't always mean no. I want you to know today that whatever you're going through, no doesn't always mean no. I want you to know that as we celebrate the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that power that broke through the grave is the same power that you and I tap into. Isn't it amazing? He comes in last week. We celebrate what? We celebrated Palm Sunday. And Jesus was there, and the hundreds and thousands of people were there for the Passover. And as he was going through, they were all worshiping him. And they were bowing down, and the crowds were cheering him. And the leaders of the day were jealous, and they didn't want him there. And he says these words, if they stop, worshiping me and you stifle them, the rocks will cry out. What happened? We overlooked this. What happened just a few days later? A few days later, when none of them were worshiping, everybody fled. What took place? Not just one, but two earthquakes. The rocks cried out to proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God. I want you to know today that same risen Savior is here for you. We're just a reminding that every, every Easter, we are always reminding, every Sunday, we're always reminding ourselves because we're so caught up in everything we're doing. You're busy. You've got a lot going on. And up here, you've got even more going on. And because of that, God is telling you to take a deep breath and know whatever is taking place in your life right now, he's got it under control. I don't know if it's your marriage. I don't know if it's your health. I don't know if it's a job situation. But I know that if you're willing to believe who you are as a believer because you're here today or the hundreds that are watching today, you're willing to believe. That's why you're here. That's why you came here today. Because you believe who Jesus is. He died on the cross and that he rose from the grave. And as the angel said, he's not here. He's risen. What else is the Lord telling us today? Well, the second thing today, I want you to look if you're visiting here with us today. This is our our church verse in Romans chapter 5. 
and verse 17. Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. For if by one man's offense, meaning we know that Adam sinned and sin came through the world thousands of years ago, death reigned through the one. Much more those received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Lord brings heaven down here for you and for me. So you can reign. You are part of the kingdom. I am a part of the kingdom. And we can look at our circumstance in life right now and know that Jesus Christ has that already taken care of. The key for us today is to know, are we willing to believe in that one so much to know what's missing in the world today is what we have, and that is truth. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. What's going on in the world today? We're being lied to about everything. The world is telling us all types of lies. But I want you to know that you have one in Jesus Christ that's always going to tell you the truth. And as you walk down the road he wants you to walk down, he's telling you, don't do that. Look out for that. Be careful. And it's by his grace that we succeed in this life. Do you remember what happened to those that were in the Old Testament, the spies went into the land, and as they went in, out of the 12 spies, only two believed that God could overcome the giants. And God reminded Joshua as he was going in, after all those years, finally into after, those were the only two, Caleb and Joshua believed. And he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, and wherever you walk, your feet will be prosperous and you will have good success. Why is that? Because you and I have decided, no matter what the devil tells us, please listen to me. No matter what he tells you, no matter what he tells me, it's a lie. Whatever it might be, Jesus will always tell you the truth. And when you know and start to believe everything that he's saying is the truth and everything the devil's telling you is a lie, you will reign in this life through the one, Jesus Christ. You know, if there's one thing that's happening in our world today, and we'll close in just a minute... It's that people are fearful. Without a doubt, there's more fear in our world there's ever been, ever. There's fear about the war that's taking place in Ukraine. Are we going to see World War III? There's fear with the health situation, all the pandemic and all the things that have happened. Is it going to come around again when we see what's happening over in China? 
You're afraid when you see all the wokeness that's happening in all the schools for your kids and your grandkids. We have all the time we say such great teachers here amongst our mix, and we need to pray for them. But all the things that we see that are happening, we're fearful because we're wondering, what is going to happen next? Would you know if we're willing to look at our life and there's one thing that we don't fear? If we don't fear this one thing, we won't fear all these other things in life if we don't fear death. How is that? Peter, in many ways, was probably <laughs> the most messed up disciple. But he was the one that was always out there, always took a chance, and was always willing to step by faith. And Jesus let him preach the first message about a risen Savior to the church in the book of Acts. Some of you are here today and you're thinking, man, I don't know, Dallas. I mean, I, <laughs> I've done this, I've done that, and wait a minute. By God's grace and mercy is how we live. Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. And Jesus still chose him to preach the very first sermon. I want you to know today, will you please quit having the devil lie to you about your past and about who you are today and about God can't give you victory and you can't have joy because you did this or that or all these other things that are going on. I want you to know he's got a plan for you and he wants to use you. And he used Peter in such a way they preached, thousands of people were saved. But he used the passage in such a way that as he was preaching, he talked to all those that were there listening as the church was being birthed. That's why we are here. That's why we meet today. And as he's preaching, and all of them are listening, he's telling them, and you're preaching to the one who is crucified we crucified him, and he goes on to begin further and further. And I want to share with you the passage that he spoke to those of the day that I close with that same passage that he speaks to us today is out of the Old Testament. And he used that to encourage those of the day and to see many come to Christ. But what did Jesus say about himself? In Psalm chapter 16, we're going to close with today. But I want to read verses 8 through 11. And this is what God is telling us today. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh will also rest in hope. It, what, a, what a way that that is phrased. Do you feel like you have rest in your life right now? If you don't, 
If you look to Jesus, you have hope. And when you have hope, you rest. As God is speaking to us, Jesus begins to say these words. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol. What he's saying in hell. What, what's he saying here? I really believe and theologians believe that Peter is quoting this in the birthday of the church. He's speaking about what Jesus was saying about himself. Do you know as Jesus was on his way to die on the cross of Calvary, the devil was still getting in his ear trying to discourage him and to tell him, you're going to die and you're going to hell. Do you know that the devil will never, when you're down and things are bad and things are worse, the devil never stops kicking you, ever. What an example for us that Jesus gives us today to show us, and he's speaking about himself, and he's saying, I know what the devil tries to do, but what is he saying? For you will not leave my soul in hell nor will you allow your Holy One, who is Jesus Christ, to see corruption. Jesus never sinned. You will show me the path of life. And this is for us today. In your presence is the fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I mean, that's who we have today. We serve, we have hope, and a risen Savior. I don't know what this next week, what you'll face. I don't know what we will hear in the news about another war. But I know this. Because Jesus broke through death, hell, and the grave. That you can rest in hope. And no matter what you face, no matter what you go through, that you're reminded each and every Sunday when Jesus broke through the grave that we worship a risen Savior. And just the same as he used Peter, broken down Peter, he'll use you and he'll use me. And he'll give you joy forevermore. Because when we stay close to him, there is a fullness in this life that Jesus said, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. How fast, how quickly you look at your life, I look at my life, what has happened? It goes by so fast. And as we look at this life to know that Jesus is always there for us, and he's got a plan. And his plan that God put into order, that Jesus was coming to this world, and he lived a perfect life. And he ministered for three and a half years, and he preached like no one else had ever. He healed like no one else has ever. And he died on the cross and shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And he rose three days later. And because he did that, you and I 
will have eternal life in heaven. You often hear me quote as I close with today. A thousand years is like a day and a day like a thousand years. But then it continues on in Peter and he says this. God is not slack concerning his promise. In other words, he's coming. We all see it around us in this world we're living today. There are things that have happened that have never happened before that we are for sure living in the last days. And he's showing us, but it tells us in, the, in that passage that he continues to wait because you have family, you have friends, you have loved ones that through the saving grace of Jesus Christ, you want to bring them to the cross of Calvary and you want them to have what you have because you want to see them in heaven. And you want to see them live life in such a way, no matter what happens, that they still have joy and peace in a future. Not because of what we can do, but because of who we serve. We serve Jesus Christ, a risen Savior. And every Sunday, we're reminded again and again. Every time you open this book up, you're reminded again and again that through Jesus Christ, I can never lose. I will always win. I close with this. I was preaching to thousands of people in southwest Florida or in southeast Florida in Fort Lauderdale, Christ Church. Uh, it's in southern Fort Lauderdale, and there were thousands of people there that day, and a lady could not get in, and there was standing room only, and she was working, and she came into the back door, and I was finishing up my message preaching, and all she heard was one word. She came after me that day. She waited till everyone left and came and to tell me why she was still there because of one word I said so spoke to her. That's all she heard. And that was the word trust. If you're willing to trust him today, your life will change for all eternity. And I don't know how much longer that you have to live, but I know that every day that you will look at it as a gift from God and a reason to live because there is unspeakable joy in your life. And even though when you don't feel like shouting and praising, there is a peace that's in your heart when you're hurt and you're down to know that God is still coming through. Amen. And you're going to make it because he is your foundation and he is at your right hand. And you will get there. Let's bow our heads today for prayer. You know, as our head are bowed today, if you're here, so many people are here today that maybe you're here visiting, you're here with a, a friend or a family member, we always give what's called as an invitation. It's not to embarrass anybody, but it's to invite. Maybe, maybe you're here from out of town, you won't be back here. 
But to invite you, if you have never, ever, ever prayed and asked Jesus Christ in your heart, I want you to know that we preach truth. And we speak truth in love. And there is a heaven. And there is a hell. And by the gift of God, through his death, through the crucifixion, his shed blood on the cross of Calvary, your sins and mine were covered and were cleansed. But you have to first trust him and take a step of faith. So if you're here today and Ben's going to lead us as we stand in a moment, may a friend bring a friend or a family member and all you got to do is walk down here and I'll pray with you. The Bible says for whosoever, anybody, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father, we thank you for Easter. We thank you for your death. We'll never be able to understand what you've done for us. But we praise you today. Lord, we thank you that through your resurrection power, the Holy Spirit has been working today. Lord, you've encouraged us through the word, through the music, to the message of today. If there's someone here, don't let them leave. A thousand years is like a day, and a day is a thousand years for all eternity. Lord, please, Jesus, if there's someone here that doesn't know you, may they step forward. May a friend bring a friend or a family, and I'll show them in your word and pray with them, and they can have eternal life in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name.
If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.